Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yes. Oh, my best friend's voices back to back on your marina with our theme song, Noah, with Here's Nikki, which sounds the same every time you say it. Like, I would get so nervous if I had to go, like, sometimes when I have to do voiceover for certain things, if I did the first time I did it is always the worst. Like I have to go like I'm doing Dave Matthews band radio voiceover later. Let me look at it real quick. So if you don't know listener, hello, by the way, welcome to this week of shows on the Nikki Glaser podcast. So glad to have you listening. I'm the voice of Dave Matthews band radio on Sirius XM channel 30. If you are interested. Um, and so, Oh, this is one where, so I have to give this to them later. I'm getting paid like $1 for this. I don't even know why I do it to, to, to it's a, it's a labor of love. And hopefully someday I can say to Dave, like, Hey, I, I did, you know, I, this is just because I love Dave so much. So I have to do my voice on Dave Matthews band radio is like, it's, it's supposed to be like a little like salt, like more radio. So it's like, I have to say, like, when Dave Matthew, when the Dave Matthews band returns to the stage for the first time this summer, you'll hear it live. And 
see the first time I did that, not good. It like it's fine, but if I had to say here's Nikki, I would have to like practice it so much. Do you practice it? Do you warm up? Do you do vocal exercises before you hear Nikki? Because sometimes I would be like, here's like it <laughs> might sound like two fear. more. Yeah, I mean, do you get nervous every time you do it? I I do get a little bit of butterflies, and because okay, I, that's I don't okay. Wanna, I don't want to sound like uh uh you know from from The Shining, Jack. Here's, uh, what does he say? Johnny. Here's Johnny. Oh my God. That's so, well, oh, I, I almost said that's what, that's what Ed McMahon said about Johnny Carson. And then I now realize that's what they were referencing in the movie. So it's not that, uh, I was like, wow, what a coincidence. Um, no, that's like the point of it. Never seen that movie, but, uh, do know all the references, I think. Um, well you do it great every single time. It always sounds the same. Wait, let me try to do the best impression of you. He wait. There's too much husk. He. I have to be up. And, here's Nikki. Wait, that wasn't good. Um. So this weekend, speaking of voice stuff, I was um. I was in uh uh Waterloo, New York. Flew into Syracuse. Drove um east another hour, and then uh, landed at the Del Lago which Andrew backstage joked that it was Del Taco. And I go, you should say that. And he goes, I go, I'm so jealous that you thought of that because that's a funny opener. And he goes, no, you can have it. And that's a, that's a good opener. That is a, the best. A great opener is talking about how Del Lago sounds like Del Taco. And the best opener is a guy that opens for you who will give you that stupid joke. Not, stu- I mean, dumb, but funny because I said, I love this uh, Del Taco themed casino. Uh, I already have gotten d- diarrhea twice, so it's really fitting. Um, I go, the slots aren't the only things that are loose here. So I made a loose stool joke right out of, out of the gate. I don't even know if it was out of the gate. Right out of the gate, I let me just say, you guys know how nervous I was about the show at Del Lago uh, last week. Um, I even told them on stage. That's my new thing. Just be honest. And I apologized probably 30 times during my set for... Um, not being as sharp as I usually am explaining to them, you know how you guys are when you got back to the office after COVID, that's going to be kind of what I am. Like, I don't even remember how to clock in here or how to wear pants. I wasn't wearing pants either. That was another thing. I was wearing a blazer as a dress because I just, for this tour, I realized I don't have to dress. I'm doing theater tours. I need, I can wear whatever I want. I want to dress like a pop star. Um, and so I, I had an outfit change because prior to the show, 30 minutes before 40 minutes, let's say before we had to be downstairs to go over our dance. Cause we decided to do the dance again that we closed last special with or last, uh, tour with the bang it out tour, which is my 2020 tour that got canceled about f- 11 shows in. We would always close with a dance uh, for literally no reason. Like, there's no, like, there wasn't any, like, and you know what? And, that, like, my closer wasn't like, so that's why everyone should just dance. Hit it. It would literally be me being like, so that's why I ate ass. Okay, now Anya and Andrew are going to come back to dance with t- to Taylor Swift. There's no rhyme or reason. It's totally non sequitur, but... It, it's still fun and the audience is confused. Some of them are like getting up to leave because I've been talking for 120 minutes um, or no, I actually it was an hour and 20 minutes that I did on Saturday, which exceeds the hour that I thought I wasn't able to do. But 
20 minutes. The last 20 minutes of that was me scrambling to come up with a, a good enough closer to get off with. Because if you're not a comedian out there, part of being a comic is closing strong because the audience psychology uh, suggests, not suggests, like has proven that when people remember things, Noah, you probably remember this uh, just from reading so many books that you read that people remember the first thing the last thing, but they don't really remember anything in between. And people definitely don't remember the things that are funniest. They remember the things that make them most uncomfortable. So when you leave a comedy show, and this isn't just you, Bestie, this is me too, or a TV show or any kind of show, you might remember the first thing, oh, how they came out. You might remember how they close. You will not, oftentimes people come up to me, and this isn't often, this is Every time this is my parent. This goes from my parents to my best friends to my biggest fans. They go, oh, my God, I laughed so much. I can't remember any of the things I laughed at, like the, my favorite parts. And my ex-boyfriend who used to come to my shows and take notes for me to, you know, tell me when we were gearing up for my special, he would come and um, watch me to be like, OK, we need to work on you need to work on this. Blah, blah, blah. Anyone who's ever done that for me, I go, you have to write it down because you will not remember what you liked. You will not remember the, but you will remember the parts that need help because as a species, I think it's based, the evolutionary psychology of it is that we, when we were, uh, you know, living in the wilderness, we needed to remember berries that made us barf and have diarrhea. Like we were staying at the Del Lago, Del Taco, um, casino we needed to remember that stuff so oh i don't eat those berries again so i survive whereas things that make you laugh and feel good there's not a need to really remember them and store them in your brain because you'll be naturally drawn to those things anyway so it's not so much a memory it's just like your brain is just like okay we don't need to it's just not as important so that's why when you go to a comedy show you can't for the life of you remember the parts where you were falling off your chair laughing because your brain goes just relax. You don't need to store this away. We're not going to take um, energy away from this. You know, we have so much energy to survive. We need to spend brain power on things that will keep us alive from harm. So that's why you remember, oh my God, that sucked. I should explain this during my show because it is interesting and it might force people to try to remember the good times because I think when you are when something's brought to your attention that you makes you uncomfortable or like when something's uh, like this is brought to your attention, you can almost hack it. You go, okay, well, I don't want that to happen. So I, I am going to, I'm going to write it down. You could even write the word in your phone just so you remember it to tell your friends the next day. But truly, if you go to my show, I won't have a problem with you writing things down because you won't remember it otherwise. Um, but I, so at the end of the show, Noah, I'm like, I've already burned the closer I was going to close with like my new favorite joke that just always works. I like, accidentally got into it too soon as I'm saying and I'm like god damn it Nikki you're ruining the thing that you saved for the end so that they are, you know you got on a high note and then they were they were so nice though this it was 2400 people I'm not used to I got a little bit more famous over COVID uh, a lot more I would say and which means you know more people are coming to see me so the shows and plus people are just so excited about entertainment again that I am I am living the best time of my career. Like if it doesn't get better than this, I will be totally okay with it because I was so just blessed on uh, Saturday night to see a room, a sold out room. And granted, I'm sure some of the, a lot of these people were just like, I'll go see anything because this is the first show that this place had put on in a while. The, the casino was thrilled. They're like, this is the first live event we've had. Um, 
in, you know, since COVID. Um, also, Anya noted that it was 16 months to the date almost since we had performed together uh, with this tour. And that's a long time to not do a theater because theaters are different beasts. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I was very, very touched by how many besties were there. I said right out of the gate, I brought up Andrew. I'll get to it in a second, but I was out on stage before I did my set because I um, I came out for a special guest appearance with Anya's set. Anya opens the show. She does three songs. The third song is The Man by Taylor Swift. And she was in my... Uh, but wait, I just want to say, finish that thought. I did say at one point I go, your next performer is my co-host on my uh, daily podcast called the Nikki Laser Podcast. Do we have besties in the house? And there are probably like a couple hundred out of two, you know, 2,500 people or, you know, 2,400, um, which was usually when you do that and you go, who's here to see me from this? It's usually like the smattering is a chance for me to go, okay, well thanks but no you know it's a, it's a chance for you to make a joke and get a huge laugh of like wow 20 people I couldn't even make that joke because it was so many I'm so grateful how many besties were there how many of you I got to meet in the meet and greet afterwards shout out to Tori shout out to Angela shout out to a couple other girls that I uh, one girl who looked like me I think that was Tori there was another Tori too in a yellow dress hello Tori Angela was lovely so many besties I got to meet um, and just like Girls that I have to say most of the time it was girls um, who just walked up and I instantly knew that they have a love for me that I have for them or that I have for my best friend. You know, like it was mutual. Let me just tell you, it was all mutual. And if you listen to this podcast uh, regularly, I love you so much. And I thank you for being my friend and li listening to me and, um, and taking everything I say with a grain of salt and not, uh, and also just trusting me. I love it. So it's so cool to meet you guys. So long story short, Anya comes to my room 40 minutes before we go down to work on our dance that we haven't done in 16 months. Anya's in my room. I'm putting together an outfit to wear and she's practicing and she's like, what song should I do? Cause she can just do, she's like me. She can just pull out of a hat and do whatever. She doesn't need to really warm up that much. And then it was like, uh, she starts playing the man and I go, we should do it at some point. And I picked up my guitar and I was like, this is how I would do it. Cause I was doing kind of like, I do the version that Taylor Swift does on um, her tiny desk concert. And it's more like, ding, 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 ding. like, it's like that. And Anya's is more, if you, you got to download the cover of the man, Anya Marina on Spotify. It's like, I would be complex. I would be cool. It's like very smooth. Whereas Taylor's version is like, I would be complex. I would be cool. So Anya's is like a sultry, sexy version. And I was playing it and she was like, it'd be cool if maybe you sang with me because Matt, her boyfriend, who is my tour manager, co-tour manager, he had suggested I come out and sing with her, but we didn't know how that would work with me coming out before my set. And I go, no, that'd be so fun. So at there's, there's this part that Anya in her version usually skips of the song, The Man. It's like, um, it, uh, it's the bridge. It's like, something da da flashing my dollars. I'd be a bitch, not a bother. Da, da, da. And at, I was singing along with her as she was warming up on the song and I was doing my makeup and then I, I did the bridge forgetting that she skips it. And she was like, actually, that sounds good. What if you came out during that part? So it was so fun. So Anya does the whole song. There's no, like the audience doesn't even know I'm going to come out. And she's like doing her third song and they're like so vibing on it. It's just such a mellow, like great song. And she sets it up like Nikki's obsessed with Taylor Swift. She got me in this song against my will. I loved it so much. I covered it. Here it is. And then she goes, 
I forget what the, the start. She says something like, what if I was something like that? And then I just walk on stage with the mic and I'm like, flashing the dollars. And then the audience like, la- like just lit up. It was so fun. And I had a big old electric guitar, a Les Paul Gibson around my neck because, I oh, I don't know. I'm, did EJ, oh, Noah, I just, Noah, Noah, I can't believe Noah, what you're about to tell people who I, don't know. I mean, I, I put it on my Instagram, but so I show up to, so Anya and I work out this whole thing. We go, we all walk as a group, me, my assistant, Jen, who is like amazing. And I love her so much. Shout out to Jen. I love her too. You guys will get to know her. Yes. Yes. Isn't she <laughs> best? I have the best team. Matt, uh, Anya's boyfriend, Matt Pond, PA, who is also a musician. Who's one of my favorite songs of all time is called still summer by Matt Pond, PA. He, he's honestly, he's has a huge following and is a fucking genius musician just as good as on like Anya and him are like a power couple of uh, music. But Matt Pond is my tour manager because he's been touring forever as a musician and is killing it. So he um, and, and knows just exactly how to do these kinds of rooms. So he and Jen are my co-tour managers. Anya, Andrew, we're all on the way there. We get in the green room. I'm just kind of like eating things and walking around and kind of looking at my set. And all of a sudden, Andrew walks in with the casino owner like not owners but the guys that are like the talent management like the upper management three guys in suits one of which is named jason shout out to jason i love you so much jason i I have other things to say about jason too it'll be so funny so jason walks in and he is carrying a guitar which i already brought my guitar just to play backstage i wasn't gonna play it on he's carrying a guitar case and andrew is in front of him with a golf club with a bow on it and I go, oh my God, like Andrew got a golf club from, and he goes, you're not going to believe. And I go, no, no, they give, they set down this, this guitar case and they're like, we are just so excited to have you. You're our first act back after COVID. So this, if you go to Del Lago to perform any uh, people, you might not get a guitar. I almost didn't want to talk about it because I don't want this place to always have to give people things like this. Cause I realize this is, or to give me gifts like that. Like I don't. I mean, if you want to give me a guitar every time, casinos have a lot of money. Let me just say, uh, this is a thing that they probably have money set aside for talent to, uh, to spend on talent. But this was usually they would just give you fucking something you don't even want. They, Jason researched us each, Anya, me and Andrew to see what we were obsessed with. Anya, he noticed that she hikes a lot. They definitely had different price points for us. He got her a really nice backpack with, uh, you know, portable dog bowls and like a, a canteen and like, you know, a couple hundred dollar gift for my opener. And then Andrew, they got him like a $400 club a putter that he like loves, you know, Andrew's obsessed with golf and they brought in a guitar. I don't even know what to fucking expect. I don't, I am uncomfortable with gifts like this, especially when I am about to do an act that I'm nervous about. I don't even know if I can give them what they deserve uh, in terms of like this whole show. And they gave me, I open it up. It's a brand new Gibson Les Paul, which is, you know, he's like the creator of the modern electric guitar as we know it. Um, beautiful like I can't even like I haven't even googled the price of it I don't want to know it's just too much I love this guitar so much it is a piece of art I haven't been able to play it um, because I don't have an amp but I played it like in my room uh, later that night uh, just without the which is actually electric guitars are great to practice on when you're in hotels or small apartments with neighbors without the amp because you can hear it enough but it's not gonna I was like oh this is actually a perfect guitar to practice on so they gave me this guitar 
And I was like, I'm going to wear it on stage when I walk out. I'm not even going to play it. I'm just playing. I'm going to hold the mic and just wear it as a necklace because it's the best piece of jewelry I've ever had. Noah, what do you know about Les Paul? What do you know about the guitar that I got? What, how are you, what do you feel? I felt undeserving because Matt and Anya are the best guitar, like great guitarists. And I'm opening this guitar as like someone who can play like, you know, um, I just feel like I, I, I was going to make a joke of like, I could barely play happy birthday, but I, I don't even know that I could play happy birthday on the guitar. Like it's uh, my F chords are still buzzy. I don't know bar chords. I don't know any music theory. I am such a novice. I think it's a great encouragement for you to get to the point where you can like shred on that thing on stage. I'm, I don't know that I ever want to shred. Can I just say that? Like I, as a comedian, I have reached a point where I don't really want to, well, actually I'm unstoppable as a comedian. I could do anything, but there's certain types of comedy that I don't. uh, Oh, here's, here's an example. I don't care if I ever am in movies and TV shows. If that doesn't happen for me, it's not like a goal. I, I, it'd be nice. It'd be fun to be asked to do a movie. I don't want to write a movie. It's just too much work that might not see the light of day. And I have other stuff going on that can instantly see the light of day. I'd rather do podcasts every day than spend writing a movie that might not get made. Um, but if it happened, I'd be great. Same with shredding. Like I just want to, I like singer, songwriter, acoustic voice. Like that is what I want. And it's just too too many digging, like I can't. I'm not saying for you to get there. I'm just saying for you to have a goal that you pursue. So you constantly work hard at it. You're right. You're right. I always need a a goal. You're right. I am. I just want to say thank you so much to the Del Lago Casino for using the money that you um, don't scam people out of. But let's be honest, casinos always win. And uh, they are cash cows and um, I'm glad people enjoy gambling, but you guys are, uh, it's kind of criminal uh, how much money you get from people and how you can uh, facilitate addictions. However, I am grateful to be working at you and people enjoy being at you. Del Lago Casino is awesome. Like such a, if you live in that area, I stayed at an amazing hotel in the casino. I really recommend doing like a staycation there. Um, they have great entertainment. The theater was gorgeous. I want to shoot a special there someday. I was blown away. And the staff, everyone from the crew, every crew member was laughing, enjoying the show, told me like secrets about, you know, one, one stage manager guy. I'm not going to blow up your spot, dude, but you were cool as fuck. And you told me afterwards, like what celebrities are not cool and which ones are that you've worked with. There's a couple people that won't let you make eye contact with them. And they are who you think and one who you don't think. Um, the Rolling Stones required Evian be, that the hot tubs at an arena be filled with Evian at the Buffalo Bills stadium, Evian. And and there had to be like, you know, assistants pouring Evian bottles into a hot tub. I don't know when that happened, but that's a true story that I enjoyed. Um, everyone was so nice. Jason uh, helped me. Not he, he, he was the one that researched me and gave me the guitar. I got to go. I got to bring Andrew in. He, uh, I'll, I'll finish the story when we get Andrew in. Andrew! Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? 
we think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hey, Andrew. 
Hey. Hey. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Holding down the fort? The fort's holding. Good. You're back in St. Louis at our place. Sorry, I forgot the uh, cleaning uh, lady was coming this morning. I meant to cancel her yesterday, and then I slept all day yesterday, literally all day, and forgot about everything. Yeah, I, I was I, I did wildly the same depressed exact until thing. about 40 minutes ago. You did too? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like having like, I don't know. I was so out of it yesterday. And then I texted Dude. you and you didn't text me back. And then you wrote something on my Instagram and I'm like, she's mad at me. I had like all oh, these fuck, like. Dude, I'm sorry. I wasn't mad at you. <laughs> I had all these I wasn't. Thoughts. I saw. You did write. You were so sweet. You wrote, uh, how are you doing? And I never wrote back to it. I, cause I, when I woke up, I saw it and then I go, Oh, I'm going to get back to that. You know, when you think you're going to get yeah. back to it and then you get all of these texts about urgent things you have to do for work. And then you don't get back to your friend, Andrew, who's checking in on you. Um, how were you doing yesterday? I was a, a complete zombie. I mean, we had one hour of sleep. It was literally one of the best times of my life though. Saturday night. Yeah, and, uh, Saturday night. I was just going through the show. We we but we had a flight at six a.m. which was an hour away. So we had a four a.m. leave time call, and then I didn't get to sleep until three fifteen. So I had forty five minute nap, <laughs> and then I had two flights. I slept on both of them. Landed, got to the hotel, slept from eleven until three. Got a COVID test at three because I'm doing um, taping a show this week. Yeah, went back to bed at three fifteen. Slept until seven. And then went to bed at 11, woke up at eight. Like I'm just, a, and I have had no melatonin. Like I didn't need any assistance. I am like sleeping. Like I, well, I, I'm so well, grateful I've been able to sleep. It does like, we have some and shows. And let's just say the night before, Friday night before our show. Oh yeah. We didn't get any sleep either. Cause our, our, our car was supposed to come at five <laughs> for a 7am flight. Our flight was canceled moved to a 9 a.m. flight so we woke up at 5 and didn't and got picked up at 7 did so we did I, that night I only slept four hours like I went to bed at one so four and then so a four <laughs> hour sleep and that morning I had to get up for radio at 7 a.m. and I went to bed so I I realized in three days I was sleep and I realized our listeners have children and jobs and sleep <laughs> uh, disorders that you guys are rolling your eyes right now but a five-hour night preceded by a uh, four hour night preceded by a one hour night equals I'm sleeping all Sunday long. And thank God I don't have kids and, 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 you know, responsibilities that I'm, I'm grateful I'm able to even do that. But yeah, you were a zombo. Yeah. You know, I, I, I look at, you know, our, <laughs> it's definitely, a Noah just laughed at zombo. Wait, wait, did we come up with zombo? <laughs> no, on, but I like it. I've been using zombo forever. I forget who I is came that up a with male that zombie or is that just a, yeah, it's just like, Oh, zombin. Like if you're a zombo, like you're, it's so fun, much funnier than zombie. So oh, let's add that I was to our lexicon. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we look at, we'll have shows on Friday night and then we're going to have a show the next Saturday where we're going to have to do exactly this and then perform. And you have to do an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> I just like, it's the just thing wild is, to I me. Have we're no not going to fly as far. Harnessing the energy for the show. That, yes. So it, it, I just want to be clear anyone coming to sh see the shows, I, I, I could do those. They'll might be wacky. The things I say might be more <laughs> extreme, but I'll still have the energy to do it. Yeah. Uh, when I get on stage, it, you just find it. It was somewhere. also interesting because, like, because we did the show on Saturday night and then flew back Sunday, slept all day. And then I swear to God, I woke up at like 7 PM yesterday and go, did that show, mm -hmm. did that even really happen? Cause I woke up happen? in my own bed 
like yeah. my bed where I live every day. So it was literally we were we were there for like ten hours, and I was just yeah, like, we were. Was the best was, moment of my life how awesome even happened? Was it? it was unbelievable. I but I, I don't that even. Theater real- was insane. <laughs> Uh, the people there were all so nice and so excited to have us. They gave us presents. I already covered that. I want to talk about Jason for a second because I was just about to say about Jason. Jason was the guy that like researched us to find these amazing gifts because I bet if Jason didn't exist, I bet the casino would have given us something probably we wouldn't have wanted. Like they would have given me some kind of like Tiffany necklace that I would have been like, this is so nice. And then I gave it to my mom to sell on eBay. Like the fact that they researched us <laughs> yeah. was so freaking nice and thoughtful. And it was all Jason and Jason, if you're listening, which I think you are, Jason also called his wife. I was trying to figure out a line for this joke that I'm working on where I talk about on first dates. Uh, I'm at an age now where on first dates, you just want to cut to the chase because there are certain deal breakers that, uh, we're not, we shouldn't have a second date. We shouldn't even keep this first date going if that's the case. And, you know, so I'll ask, like, do you want kids? Like, d- how much debt do you have? Um, and then I wanted a third one that was like a jokey thing. Like um, the the placeholder, which I saw on a meme on Reddit, which I would not use because it's been it's a Reddit thing. But I was I was telling Andrew and Anya and Matt and all the people backstage. This is literally like 10 minutes before the show started. <laughs> I go, I want something that is the same as... Um, do you clap when a plane lands? Like, de- you know, deal break, like an annoying thing that you'd go, oh, I can't be with a person that does that. I wanted the same thing. I couldn't come up with one. Jason's a cute guy in a suit. And I go, uh, you know, I just want to chat. I always want to chat up the handsome guy in a suit. And so I was just kind of like, what about you? Are you married or have a girlfriend? That's a good way to find out, you know? And he goes, yeah. And uh, he has like a fucking stunning wife and, and kids. He's, uh, of course, and he's got a great job. He does a great job at his job. And I go, what is, what's the one thing your wife would say about you that's like specific and annoying that maybe I could plug in here? Because I was asking everyone. And he called his fucking wife to ask her. And she was roasting him. She was so funny. She said he, what was the last one she said that was so good? Oh, there was something specific fuck. about him that really, it was really good. Anyway, oh, shout that he out has to, to uh, shower to go to Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. He's always, he, <laughs> yes, it was so <laughs> funny, Mrs. Jason. Oh my God. Um, yeah. That like, a, he just, yeah. he always has to look so nice. Anyway, Jason was so cool. And then I just want to say later on, um, I had some creeps. I had one creep come up to me at the after party, which hopefully we'll talk about either on the show or later. There was an after party at the casino and there was just a guy that came up that was making me uncomfortable. And Jen, my assistant later on, we were talking about, we need a code word for, when there's someone that's making me uncomfortable that we can just like get out of it. And I said, I don't really need one cause I'm so honest because when this guy sat down and as soon as it got uncomfortable, I go, I want to leave. And everyone was like, Oh, uh, what? And I'm like, I'm leaving. And then he got, he under, he wasn't creepy enough that he did. He wasn't going to get up when I announced I was uncomfortable. So he goes, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm leaving. And I was like, okay, but I still was like, I still want to go. I, you're in the building and I don't like your presence. He was too drunk. He was like nervous to talk to me, trying to like hit on me. It was weird. Um, but we were talking and I was like, it should be, uh, I was just trying to like roast Jason who was around. So we were talking about like, what should the code word be? And I go, what about Jason? Because it's <laughs> Jason gives me that, like, I go, that would be a good one to have, uh, because Jason like embodies everything yeah, movie, that, that is like mo- just Friday being someone 13th, that you don't want around. What'd you say? Friday the 13th, like Jason, like. He's, he's no, I was just like basing it off this guy that was like so nice. No, I know. I'm just saying nobody. And I was yeah. trying to roast him because I thought he heard our conversation about like what we were talking about. And he walked in and he goes, he didn't know. And I go, uh, we just came up with a new word and it's Jason. It's based on you because you like embody what it's about so much, which it's obviously I was just like <laughs> trying to be like flirty and fun. And he was just like, okay. And so 
Um, we'll probably have to change it now that I just announced it. But uh, if you're ever talking to me and my assistant and I go to my assistant, did Jason call yet? That means get the <laughs> fuck away from me. Okay. Um, but thank you so much to Del Lago. No venue will maybe ever be as will ever be. It's the best gift I've ever gotten. And I, yeah. what were the other guys? Names? The other guys, uh, the, the big guy. I forget. Yeah. He was I very nice. Too. He, he had All a, of them. Yeah. I had a moment he had a with mustache him. And he gave us what chips that guy, let me, I'll, I'll pull up his name because I, I can find it. That guy gave us chips uh, to I had a really funny, with, I had a with. funny moment with that guy because he goes to me, he goes, hey, Andrew, you, you like to play, uh, you, you like to bet, you like to play? And I go, you know, man, uh, I played in college and I, I won like two grand the first time I ever played and then I got completely addicted because I made this money and then I was calling my stepmom for money, I was calling my friends for money and, I, and it was really like a negative impact on my life but like... I really enjoyed it, but I, did, you know, I stopped playing. And he's like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. And then he shows me the the five hundred dollar chip, and I go, yeah. "But hey, I'll play tonight, though." <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, I'm in. yeah. <laughs> I felt the same I way. They, that guy gave me five hundred dollar chip, and then another yeah. hundred dollar chip, and was like, "Just go have fun." This fucking guy, I love you so much. I forget his name, and I just tried to look it up on on uh, Jason's Instagram, but it wasn't tagged. So, um, shout out to you again, sir. Thank you so much. And then there was another guy too. There was three of them. Um, but what I wanted to say about that, I had the same. So I <laughs> I lost my chips, and I and I felt so embarrassed because Jace they had given us to uh, it to us, and then I'm, they're walking us back t- to our room at the end of the night. And I go, I don't have my chips. I think I left them in the green room, and which is just so irresponsible. Leave six hundred dollars of chips. And then I was thinking about it and I go, because I am very uncomfortable with gambling. I don't like it. I don't like losing money. Part of me was going to put the $600 on red or black roulette and uh, donate whatever I won, like the $1,000 if I doubled it, right? And I was like, okay, I wanted to ask a charity that I would give that to. Would you rather just get me give you the $500? Let's not talk about the $100 one. That's for or, me. Or but bet, the, Yeah. Or would you rather me bet and maybe double it? So that's what I'm going to do next time I gamble. I didn't have time this time. And so I did find the chips. But I realized that I don't look at chips as money. And that's why people spend chips more is because you don't think of them as currency. So that's why I just left it. If that was $500 of actual money or a check, even checks I leave everywhere. Like I felt so bad like I was just being flippant about this amazing gift they gave me enough money that that's what I used to get paid for a whole weekend. Not so long ago, you know, like eight years ago, that's was what I got for uh, seven shows in fucking Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio (laughs) at a shitty club. I was telling, I was telling Anya because she was worried about the same same thing. And I go, this is what you do. If you ever get, if you ever make a decent amount of money or if you have a lot of money in chips, go to the cashier, get cash out and then mm-hmm. give cash to the the dealer to because the, then you feel the cash. The chip really will good. just be like, you're gone. Like, oh, it's I just can't. funny. It's like Monopoly money. It's like not Matt real. Matt Pond, he also yeah. was saying that he was he afraid. Doesn't, yeah, he was afraid too because he goes, I once lost two thousand dollars and it felt so bad. And he goes, I've also won a ton, right? Which keeps you going. I thank God I'm someone who because I understand gambling addiction is so fucking real. I saw someone doing scratchers at the fucking Chicago airport yesterday. <laughs> this guy at like eight, nine in the morning doing scratchers, like <laughs> bent over like a businessman. And I go, Oh, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. me. That's me on my balcony smoking weed out of a, a pipe, like crouched down, like a, an adult woman acting ridiculous because of an addic- addiction. So 
which I want to get to it in just a second. So anyway, I, um, but Matt even said it made me so sad to lose $2,000 uh, $2, and the money I've lost gambling because a ball lands on the wrong color. It's just not worth it. Like it's, <laughs> it's too sad. I would rather not risk it. Um, that being said, let me just really quickly before we get to the news, I have to ask you something and besties listen up and please give me feedback on this. I want to live my life. Honestly, I don't want to be an evil person. I'm staying at a hotel that the last hotel I stayed at when I was here, what I was put up by Bill Maher and all the other productions I was here at for it's like $900 a night. It's the nicest hotel ever. It was so fucking sweet. And I couldn't justify that cost this time. I'm here for five days. I didn't want to spend that much money on a hotel. So I went on kayak. I found one that was well-reviewed, well same neighbor, same vicinity. And I get here, I upgrade to a king suite so I can have a balcony so I can smoke weed on the balcony, right? I get here, the hotel is a lot of riffraff in the lobby. As soon as I pull up, I'm like, this ain't the place. It just, it's like I flew first class and now I'm back in, uh, I'm on spirit air, right? The hotel room is nice and clean, quiet. I love the hotel room. It's great. I have like my own suite. I have like a depressed um, living room uh, with a depressed woman sitting in it right now. But you know, like I, it steps down to my living room above is, let me just show you a scope. I have a little kitchen. Like that's my living room up there is my bedroom, kitchen area, balcony. So I get in, I'm checking in and I go, it has a balcony, right? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, here's the places to sign. And I go, great. And he goes, just to let you know, if we catch you, if there's a, this is for the smoking charge, $500 fee, if we catch you smoking in the uh, hotel room or the bal- on the balcony. And I was like, but, 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 but wait, I go, I got it, a balcony, because I smoke weed, and that's where I'm going to be smoking. He goes, we have neighbors, and you can't smoke on the balcony. And I go, that's why I got this place. And he was like, I'm sorry, and I already prepaid. So it was like, already a couple grand I paid for this place ahead of time. And I just go, Charge me the $500 now because I'm going to be smoking weed on the balcony. Just do it. And he goes, I really appreciate your honesty right now because so many times I've looked people in the eyes and they've said, I'm not going to smoke. And then I have to knock on their door (laughs) and they answer it all high. And I have to go in and say, listen, (laughs) and he goes, thank you. And I thought he was just going to waive the fee for my honesty. No, he still charged me it, which is fine. Is it 500 a day or 500 just one time? Well, it does say per (laughs) occurrence on the sign here. If smoking (laughs) occurs during your safe, a $500 fee will be billed to your account per occurrence. Yeah. So So, first of all, let me just say this. Yesterday, I had a 4 a.m. wake-up call, went to the airport, didn't smoke weed all day, got landed, was not in the mood to smoke weed. I also didn't take my ADD meds. Um, I was depressed all day. Weed does not... It was not something I wanted to do. I slept all day. I didn't smoke any weed yesterday. First day, and I would say many, many, many months that I did not smoke weed. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Didn't smoke weed. Today, have not smoked weed yet. Almost, and then last night I went to dinner with David Spade. I got back to my place. I told him the whole incident of the fire, and he goes, are you smoking weed now on your balcony? And I go, actually, I think I might try to like quit because of this. Like this might get me to quit. Because I'm just not, I almost want to be like, you You actually, I'm not going to. I'm not, you know, like just rub it in. So I didn't smoke weed yesterday. I haven't smoked weed yet today, which is kind of unprecedented for me. Actually, it's 10 a.m. That's not unprecedented. But I don't really have plans on it yet today. Who knows? I'm, if I do, I'm not a failure. Um, but here's, here's, here's the thing that I want to ask besties and you guys. I'm in the elevator on the way down today. And I see the elevator. I'm just, you know, 
doing some light reading of the elevator certificate. You know, in ele- every elevator, it says like, inspected. Da, 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 da. So this elevator has not, is past inspection date. It is, uh, these elevators are operating illegally from the state of California. The date of inspection was 12-26-18. The date the permit expires, 12-26-19. This is uh, almost a year. This is a year and a half expired. See what you see uh, when you this. don't, when you're not high. Here's what I see: <laughs> a chance to get my entire stay paid for because I can blackmail them and say I will report this to the state of California unless you waive not my whole stay. You waive my five hundred dollar fee, or I'm all and every cur- occurrence of my weed smoking, or. I get them to reimburse me for the entire stay and I change hotels to somewhere I feel better. Do you think it is indecent of me to use this information I have for both el- operating elevators that are operating illegally, their yeah. per- expired permit? Do you think that is a thing I should use against them to get my to get not charged for smoking weed on my balcony per occurrence? Or is that... Um, is that like not a nice blackmail? I think has a connotation of negativity the whole time. So like, I think as someone who is a God fearing person and wants to go to is wants to only always do the right thing. It's probably not a good idea, but is there a way to do it where it's not really a bribe, but they get my gist like, Hey, I noticed in the elevator that your date of inspection is two years, almost two years old. Um, and I also noticed that I'm getting charged $500 per occurrence of weed. I wonder if those two things can both be, forgotten about and And, not reported like do you can i use it here's a couple things i think one they saved you about thirty thousand dollars on going to rehab because you only paid 500 to quit uh but then that's true (laughs) and if i don't smoke weed the whole time i'm gonna ask for that 500 back by the way but (laughs) and and number two if you smoke on our balcony now in st louis you're gonna have to pay me 500 dollars. that's just oh no uh, yeah it sucks Uh, yes that's true it's true, but okay. But you this also is problem. you have an expired permit of brushing your teeth, and it, it says has not date date brushing teeth permit expires twenty four hours. If you don't brush your teeth every twenty four hours, all right, I'll give you fifty dollars every time, time I don't brush. Okay, but this is the thing. I think the problem with this is just because it doesn't say it on the elevator, they might go, well, we've had an ex- in- inspection, we just haven't put it up there. That's okay, the only so maybe thing I'd I be worried about first wait for them to have that response then bring up the bribe but the fact that they don't have that posted is also a violation i would assume from the state of california yes what noah noah i mean go for it yeah i i don't think i think your energy is uh better spent in some other way because one these two things have nothing to do with each other and what Andrew says is correct. It could just be that they just didn't update the actual elevator yes. signs, but they do have the documents to prove it. And yes. just imagine going through that whole thing, and then they're like, uh, "Ma'am, right here is our elevator inspection," and they pull. It's, it's just, just you're right. It's a Karen move. Going out, and if you happen to like writing a joke that might make me five hundred dollars. Like, what? What am I doing? Yeah, but you know what? Their move. If any besties though know that this is a huge violation and that there would be consequences, that that maybe they would want to avoid by giving me uh, freedom to smoke weed on my balcony. But you're just going to inconvenience the guy working you know at the sh- front desk who really doesn't have that much invested in the like what happens. Well, then to his why hotel? doesn't he waive my fucking fee if he doesn't have much invested? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's he thought he was cool enough to charge. Like, 
like, I thought what he said was very nice to you. And if I was working at the front <laughs> desk, I would just be like, thank you for your honesty. I'm not going to charge you right now. Let's just see what happens. Yes. And we'll just take it from there. Yes. No, he was cool. I, you're right. I don't want to get him in trouble. I don't want to get this place in trouble. It is a nice place. Everyone's just trying to make a buck. And uh, yeah, this, I'm glad I talked about it because my, my evil side, my, the devil on my shoulder <laughs> wanted me to use this against them. And instead I just might let them know that it's expired and not do anything about it, but just give them a heads up. And that's the kind thing to do. And then maybe my kindness will be rewarded with a little bit of leniency if they choose to without me having it, holding it over their head. I say Final you just, decision. you just hot box the elevator, get high in there. Then when they Whoa, complain, dude. just point. And then I go, look, man. Look at this, dude. Look at this freaking inspect. You're inspecting me. I'm inspecting you. You didn't inspect this. Whoa, yeah. dude. Inspector Gadget. I love that plan. I'm going to fucking hotbox that tiny little elevator. <laughs> uh, I realize this place is a dump because, uh, not a dump, but uh, I pulled, Dave, David uh, dropped me off last night and I go, oh, it's this dump over here. And he was really, he laughed hard at that because it, I would, I'm just so, sometimes I get really depressed if I have undercut myself and stayed somewhere cheaper or done something to save money and then it makes me feel like bad like you don't deserve nice things but then if I do nice things and it's not nice enough I also <laughs> get upset like I'm just having money um stress this week for no reason for fucking no reason and uh that's how it's um but I got that $600 chips that Andrew cashed out for me when we were living um thank you for that Andrew let's get to the news apparently you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah. How cool were we saw so many besties that had all the swells. Oh, it was so great. Everything was great. We all had a great time out there this weekend. And I hope you had all the swells and you're going to have all the swells this week. I have a good feeling about it. I really do. Yeah. All right. First story here. A 19 year old who did a backflip into a zoo rhino enclosure for his TikTok and could be charged with criminal trespass in Singapore. So this kid Mm. decided to jump over a railing at a zoo and do a backflip for TikTok. Well, he got what he wanted. We're watching it. That is true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Point. It's kind of cool. I Did mean, the rhino charge him $500 per occurrence? <laughs> yeah, he was smoking weed. Um, <laughs> the. the- the, uh, Did he charge him, though? Did the rhino attack him in any way? No, no. It was a very quick okay. backflip. Um, th- here's the thing. TikTok, people die Tell us. doing TikToks. Yeah. They, they go on mm. ledges. They go, look at me. I'm ledge on a heads. ledge. They're ledge heads. Yeah, you They're- talked about your girlfriend is a ledge head because she's not scared of getting out on a ledge on a hike. Uh, I love the word ledge head. The, ledge head is a, is a word for people who aren't scared to take risks to uh, either see beautiful things or very cool things or take a picture with them. I don't think your girlfriend was trying to get a TikTok. She just like isn't scared of heights. Yeah, she, the last thing she would want is that for to be recorded, but she is definitely a ledge head. She's admitted ledge head but uh mm-hmm. these ledge heads they fall off because they're being like oh am i uh getting the 10 second timer right boom yes you're dead. so this kid jumped in an enclosure people are jumping in enclosures and then let's say the rhino did charge him next thing you know they yeah. shoot the rhino because the kid mm-hmm. did a backflip for fucking right 30 the followers. 
Yeah, well, this is just a dumb kid for sure. TikTok is inspiring people to do more because there's more eyes on it. Like, you know, everyone does things like this and tries to get cool pictures and stuff. Cat. You've heard of like, you know, a wedding, yeah. wedding photos on cliffs and then the bride falls to her death <laughs> right before she's getting, you know, it's like that she just got married. Now they're doing pictures and the bride gets <laughs> caught up in the surf and then the guy, the groom is just like, wow, I that prayer was answered very quickly. <laughs> that was, that's weird. I've heard so many stories of people at their wedding when the bride is walking towards them, they like start getting sweats because they know that they don't want to be doing this. And I just picture that guy in that story I just made up being like, God, please do something to make it so I don't have to be with this woman the rest of my life. And then they go over to take wedding photos and a wave comes up and sweeps her to the sea. And he just goes, okay, well, I didn't say... I wanted to go to reception and have fun. I wanted to taste yeah. the cake. Yeah, at, at least. least after I fuck her on the honeymoon. What Before are we doing? Before you took here? Denise into the uh, yeah into the Mariana Trench. Um, so okay, yes, I here's what I I noticed. I did Billy, Busy Phillips's uh, podcast last week. It was a great conversation. Very very. I talked about things I didn't know that I was going to discuss. But um, one of them I think was the fact that. People that aren't scared of heights and rhino enclosures and things like that are, uh, I, I don't, I don't think they're, they're kind of stupid because the risk is so high, but some people don't understand how I can stand on stage with my parents in the audience and talk about having anal sex. They just cannot imagine a world where that would ever be a thing that they could do. And I feel the same way about, you know, that guy who does solo free solo, you know, the climber, yeah. you look at him and you go, how could you go without any assistance on these let rocks? And it's the same. It's the same thing to to a lot of people talking about anal sex in front of your parents in a room of people would be a a, de a death worse than falling, um, you know, cliffhanger style. So I just am glad that my deathifying thing is you know causing a you know a, a really wedge of awkwardness between me and my parents rather than me getting my arm stuck in a, under a rock. I think I'm confusing two movies here, but you see my point. <laughs> yes. 127 hours. Yes. I, yes. It is interesting that like that guy will fucking climb without cameras by himself. Yes. Just for him. Like I've never mm -hmm. been able to do like if I'm if I'm surfing, right? Surfing should be like a solo thing. I'll surf. You want someone I go, to watch? Hey, hey, did you did you see me on the on the board? We are And my stepbrother is like cool Jake the Snake is like, Yeah, I saw you dude. Good job. He doesn't need yeah, that. Yeah, surfers That's go out in the morning where there's no one to witness <laughs> them and they go out because they they're one with the sea and it's meditative and all these things and we every time we do anything, we need it to be documented. That's not true for me actually anymore. I really do enjoy having moments with like the earth and God and, and like myself, like the, the thing is when you believe in God, like I do, which I found last summer, you're never alone and you always have an audience. And that's the weird thing is like I, when I'm alone and have those moments of like, God, I wish there was someone to take a picture of me with this on this hike. I'm pretending I hike or anything <laughs> I do alone. Um, I just think about like the dead people in my life and I kind of like talk to them like they're sitting there with me. It's really weird, but maybe, maybe that will help you. Um, but they can't film you. That's the problem. And if they do, it's just like, also it'd be my dead grandpa. He wouldn't know how to work a TikTok. you know? Yeah. That's yeah. Your grandpa is definitely going to have smudges on the screen. <laughs> he's not going to wipe it off correctly. And he's going to do, he's going to 
double tap on the, the, the parents always double tap, double click on everything. Whenever I'm over my mom's shoulder on a computer, she's double clicking every, I go one click. We've moved on from the double click pretty much. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no double yeah. clicking anymore. <laughs> but remember you used to double click oh, everything. The double click was great. Yeah. 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 Why, why don't we do that? Now you just do it to like kind of, I guess, uh, highlight text. My dad still had a mouse for his uh, computer. Yeah. People, old a, people love mouse, mouses. And he was using my in, uh, inflatable mattress at my brother's house as his mouse pad. That's, you know. That is a huge mouse pad. <laughs> Wait. It was a it was he was a using an inflatable. No, that doesn't make any sense. Like, like the was, edge of it? Yeah, just the edge. Not the whole mouse. I mean, it's He's on a, the floor with his laptop. No, and he was sitting on the couch with the bed was on the floor in the living room. And he was using my bed without, he took the sheet off. Well, the sheet was off because your boy I'm likes so to work. I'm so confused by this, but it, it's not really worth explaining. Okay, next story. So let me explain then. Yeah. No, the mouse was on the floor. He's sitting at his computer, which is, I'm thinking, elevated. So he's bending down to use the mouse on the on the bed. On the bed. Just on the floor? No, yeah, the bed's but, on the floor. Okay, but. if I'm sitting at a table right now, Andrew, I think all of our listeners yeah. are with me on this, how confusing this is. I'm sitting at a table right now with my laptop. If I am if I had a mouse right here, okay, yes. let's pretend this is a mouse, I would want it next to the computer right here on the table. Now, if I'm using the bed, I have to go around here to use the mouse? This is where or you're was confused. was the bed elevated? This, this air mattress is a... Uh, it's a high air mattress. And it's Got a low it. sofa seat. Yes. Got it. Got it. <laughs> On board. Next story. <laughs> Legend. You'll, you're legend if you lay on that bed. It's so high. Okay, here we go. Fire festival. Wait, Andrew, hold on. Come again. We have to tell, we have to tell the story of there's a new old renegade story that happened this weekend. Which one? We're saving it for final story, but I was thinking about all of the words we've come up with for our besties. One of them was we witnessed a child's birthday party. Oh my God. We asked what his name was. (laughs) The parents said old renegade. We, our friend Michael heard old renegade. We go, that's kid's name. That seven-year-old's name is not old renegade. We were laughing so hard. It turned out his name was Aurelian, which is very close to old renegade because we were like, what could that be? It's an old episode very early on the show. Um, There was another mistaken communication this weekend that is so bad. Final thought. We'll use it for final thought. Next story. Just had to tell you. Old Renegade. I forgot about that story. That's how much of a fever dream. I forgot about that until you just brought it. Okay. Fire Festival ticket holders see their class action payout of $7,220 each slash to $280. They each get $280. Here's the thing. It's better than nothing, but I'm sure they spent more. Well, it was a $1.4 million lawsuit that they won, and the attorneys mm. got a million dollars of it, attorneys and accountants. So these people are divvying yeah. up like $70,000 for like 200 people or whatever, just because. Uh, yeah. These okay. attorney but these fees. These people but spent nine, between nine hundred to $10,000. Uh, on the lawsuit individually? No. No, on the fire festival To go to tickets. fire. Um. And they get $280. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this doesn't surprise me. I was actually thinking about this yesterday about how, um, you know, I think I was worried about money yesterday because I thought about, I don't even remember how much, I, when I got the offer for the casino that I did, I don't remember how much they offered me. I, I th- can think it's, I don't like to look at numbers. I'm scared of numbers and I know that's weird, but I was thinking about, you know, it's such a nice gift to get that Gibson guitar because it was probably, I'm guessing between a $4,000 and $7,000 guitar. And 
that is money that my agents and my uh, <laughs> my agent, my manager, and my lawyer can't touch. Not true. They said gift. they're going to take the top two strings. I know. I know. I have to give. <laughs> I have to cut off a piece of the <laughs> top of it. But um, I was thinking, and I was thinking about it, and I go, God, it's such bullshit that they take, you know, thirty percent of my money. Every time I book something, and but these are thoughts I'm having because other comedians have put them there. Like everyone hates agents and managers for taking more than they possibly deserve. All these things, and what I realized was that Nikki, just never have that thought again. Honestly, until you know that you could do the work they do, don't have the thought because to me, it. I could do this all day. I can't believe I pay Angie. 115 bucks to clean my apartment. I could fucking do that. She's she's making 150 bucks for stuff I could do. Um, no, I can't do it. That's why she's hired to do it. My agents and managers might get a ton of money that they they get for making a couple calls, sending 10 emails, and that's maybe more work than I'm putting into it and they're whatever. Still, it's they're doing something I have no ability to do. And so I am acknowledging that. And even if it's like but Nikki, he, he just sat there. He literally didn't have to do anything. It doesn't, that's, that. I agreed to that amount. That's the way it works. And I'm not going to bitch about paying for something that I agreed to pay for ever again. Because if you get, if you get charged on the back end, there's time to complain. But when you agree to something and then you bitch about it later, I don't understand, I don't understand that anymore. So I really like had this moment yesterday where I go, maybe I, got, let's say, let's just give a number, which isn't a number, a million dollars for that appearance, which isn't even close. That's why I picked that number. My agents are going to get, there goes $300,000 of it. And then after taxes, uh, there goes probably 250 to 300. So out of that million, I'm going to make 400,000. I'm going to walk away with 400,000. Great. Great. That that other money was never mine to have. Yeah. I don't get to look at that number million dollars and think that's mine. I ne- I never look at the number they offer me and go, yes, I can't wait to get a Tesla with that or whatever I think. No, cut it in half at least and then cut that in half because you're going to save half of it because you're worried about your career going away. I, I just the money that you spend or that is taken from taxes I don't understand people getting mad about taxes. I, I never look at my salary or what I'm making as my money. I just go, don't, that's not the real number. Even I get mad at Walgreens when they don't, or, you know, like prices at stores, like just add the tax. I know it changes, so they can't, but like nothing's ever $10. It's going to be 1280, you know? So <laughs> I don't know so what my point is. My point is, I guess your uh, point is don't bring up the elevator to that guy. Because yeah, you agreed to pay for the five hundred dollars, it's on you. I did. You. I did. That's that's yeah. we're we're working back around. I don't know. I just I, I'm tired of people complaining about agents and managers and being like, "Do do anything?" Well, then why do you have them? Well, Get I rid guess of them, the, I guess the yeah. Well, that's the that's the rub. I guess the but they didn't do the anything. And I thought they do stuff. Well, then don't have them. I I don't I don't know what to tell you. I'm grateful for mine because they make calls and they make emails that I don't want to make. And honestly, maybe I could make those emails and those calls, but I don't want to. And I get to masturbate today instead of doing that. You know, like I get to my life. uh, Yeah. So um, that's how I feel about that. Next story. Sorry, Andrew. No, I just think that like uh, the difference is is if you you make enough money to 30% just doesn't seem 
like an insane I know, amount. but, but why do people vote for Trump that are rich? Because they're like, I want, I don't want to give away 40% no, of my money. I yes. want to give away 20%. And it's like, I get that, but that we need money for roads and schools. It's not being spent on roads and schools. It's being spent on, you know, uh, Christmas lights in a town square. And I'm Jewish and I don't want Christmas lights. Well, you don't get to say where it goes to. Just pay your goddamn taxes and shut up. I don't. If you're if you're wealthy, <laughs> shut the fuck up about taxes. I hate you so much. If you're a wealthy person, and you're like, but I want more. Shut up. I, I was you're talking. Wealthy. I was you talking got about lucky to be wealthy. I worked for my money. You didn't work for your money. You got born with a brain that was good at math or whatever the fuck you're good at that uh, made you make so much money. I know, so but I was I wasn't grateful. talking about the very rich people, the very well, rich I'm comedians. Back to the wealth. Wealthy. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about the comedian that makes like 60 grand and then they give 30% to their... So the difference, they literally can't survive because of the 30%. Like, but you know what I mean? Whatever. They need to talk to their agents managers and tell them, listen, this isn't a living wage that I'm making with you. Can we work out some deal until I do make enough money where I will be able to pay you back um, this money? My abusive therapist, Donna... She used to always say, you don't have to pay me $375 every time you see me twice a week, which I make you go twice a week, um, because <laughs> I know that when you, you can't afford it, you'll uh, pay it. You'll pay me back for the times. And I go, no, I, I don't really want to do that. And she goes, you will, though. And I go, I don't think I'll want to do that. And um, but she was always like, I'll uh, I'll do a sliding scale because the money that I she she takes on poor people that can't afford it and gives them free sessions because her clients that can afford it support them. And so yeah, and there's and I also felt a thing okay about that. Rich people need to pay that much where they feel like they're getting quality uh, service. You know what I mean? So it's like if if you went to a rich person, you're like, oh, you make two million dollars, but you only have to pay twenty each session. They'll be like, are you even good? You know what I mean? Right. I'm, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Charging more makes you feel like you're. Um, Get, my therapist, the by the way, I, yeah. I, I had a string of abusive therapists, uh, until I, Noah gave me her therapist and she was very nice and I was able to break up every time I've broken up with therapists, they've either hassled me and like kept calling me and not let me quit and told me they're the only ones that love me. The only ones that will understand me. I'm going to die without them. Da, 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 da. Or they've uh, cried and made me feel really bad about it and fought it. And then I started seeing better therapists. Noah's, I saw, we we didn't have the right uh, chemistry. And so I let her go and she was very understanding. Then I saw this other one that I really loved for a while. And it just got to the point where I was like, I want to try EMDR. I want to try a more direct approach instead of talk therapy. And I told her that and I go, I'm switching to, I was seeing Whitney Cummings therapist for a while. And I go, And when I first saw this woman, I told her about my abusive therapist and she goes, I promise you when you break up with me or if you ever need to leave me, I will never hold it against you. I'll never fight it. I will never, that is such a triggering thing. And and you know, you were safe with me and I trusted her. I eventually let this girl go. She was totally fine about it. So understanding, so loving. I I didn't end up following through with the EMDR. I'm not seeing any therapist now. This old therapist wrote to me this weekend saying, hey, I was just thinking of you. I just wanted to say hi and say that I think of you often and I'm wishing you all the best. You don't even need to write back to this. Just wanted to say hello. And then I was like, I loved her so much. That's so sweet. I started writing her back and trying to and telling her like, my life is actually, I've never felt better. I'm on meds. I, you know, still recovered from an eating disorder, loving my job, embarking on tour, a little stressed out. Actually, there's this thing and I go, in writing this, I was yeah. thought I was going to write you and say thank you. No, thank you. 
or like, thanks. And I'll, I'll talk to you when I need you. And I ended up going, let's actually pick back up because yeah, you right. promised me something and you stuck to it and you, tr I trust you now. And, um, and so I'm going to start seeing a therapist again, but it was just so nice she to have a therapist for the email that actually, or no. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Cause I was smoking weed during it. <laughs> she was just like, just throwing this out there, but you know, if She's you have any such issues, such a lovely woman that was actually no, her feel, checking it on me genuine. was not trying yeah. to remind yeah. me of like, Hey, I'm here. I need work. It was really like, I love you and care about you as, it's, as your doctor at one point. And it was just, yeah, it with was these the therapists, feeling. it'd be interesting if you left and they're like, but uh, you're not healed yet. You're like, how much will it cost for this not to make you upset? Like, can I give you $20,000 and you'll stop crying? Like, is this about the, the money or for me, It was me? not about that. It was not about that. She literally, I think, loved me. Yeah. And, um, and she... And I, she was someone I saw when I was seeking out an emotional therapist, uh, EFT. So they focus on feeling your feelings. So she would feel my, I would tell her horrible things that have happened to me. And then she would cry because oh, okay. she was feeling them. Yeah. She was an, like an empath. And then I would see her crying and be able to know that I, it was worth crying about because a stranger's crying. I should be able to cry. And, um, and so when I told her goodbye, she got very, she started crying and because she feels everything and I think she was just really hurt and confused and it felt like a, a real breakup and I still think about her too and, and love her a lot but um I'm going it through was, kind it was of, not an easy I'm going yeah, through something what? kind of similar right now where uh the gym that I've been going to a lot I, I'm starting to like this gym downstairs and I mm -hmm. and in order to go and get classes, I got to post stories. And I'm I did think, this. I'm thinking about hiding the stories of, of this new gym him. from the old gym. Yeah, here's what <laughs> I, I had to do the same thing with my trainer. I was seeing a trainer three days a week in 2013. Yeah. I was like so fit. I was getting ready to break up with him, and then he moved to LA. It was in New York, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever!" Because I didn't have to do it. Because I didn't have the heart to do it. I don't. Either. And I was just going to go to no one. So what you do, Andrew, is you tell him the truth. Because what is the truth? Well, it's the tr far away. Yeah. yeah. It, it. You got injured during the class. It's more high intensity. You want something that works on your hips. Now he's going to say he's going to have combat. He's going to say, "Well, we can do more hip stretches and do more Pilates type things," and you just have to say. Dude, I loved your class, but I'm going to try something new. New, no offense. I could also do both. I could. I'm just not going to go as much to this guy. But don't and hide I'm, him from your stories. Just be no, yourself. I'm not You're hide. allowed to go to a different I, class. I would just be honest I know about that. it. About the yeah. No, I love that. And he probably heard this anyway. So, <laughs> next story. He's a great guy. Why do though. I care? Why do I care? Oh boy! If you haven't seen this video, Cardi B surprises her three-year-old daughter culture with a K with a dazzling diamond necklace on her third birthday. I mean, oh, God. I mean, it's really cute as a mini mouse with like, I mean, how much does this cost? Um, Do we have an estimate? There I is would, no price. I would say like 300,000. 200 grand. Yeah. Um, doesn't surprise me. Uh, Spade was actually doing a hilarious bit. Not even a bit. He was just like talking about how, you know, the Kardashians, you know, uh, Psalms or North's birthday is like she's two Psalms. and it's just like bigger than any celebration that anyone's ever thrown for him as an adult and it's like the, the, he was he was making me laugh so hard he he just talks in stand up it's frustrating but um yeah these these kids are spoiled it's scary to see what they're going to turn into based on this but also you know I 
I feel like Cardi is just a lot of times parents make a party that they want to go to. I think Cardi Cardi wants that necklace. And so and uh, kids don't have much of a personality yet to like actually get something. And it's just a just dis- dis- display wealth and um, to project uh, that you're important and that you have money. And um, that's what diamonds are all about. And uh, I know part of me is jealous. What, I don't like you were you were talking about like, oh, I, you know, then I'll spend too much on a hotel and I'll feel bad about spending. Yeah. I look at mm-hmm. this and Cardi goes. I'm going to give her a $300,000 necklace and I'm not even going to think twice about it. And I'm like jealous of that, of her being able because to just. Because Cardi spending $300,000 on a necklace is like you spending $3 on a latte. Like if you look up how much money she has, probably. Do you know what I mean? No, uh, no, no offense I, to you. No, and not no, that you're no, no. I get. broke, but in comparison, it's just the same. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. But you know, that's not a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I I also think like sometimes... And I we'll, bet she got we'll, it gifted from Cartier or whatever. A lot yeah. of times. It, if you watch Kim Kardashian, uh, if you're into ASMR, by the way, uh, Kim Kardashian is one of the best ASMR artists out there. And it's unintentional, which is my favorite ASMR. If you don't know what ASMR is, it gives you like brain orgasms because it makes you tingle in your head when you hear people like whispers, talk softly. My favorite ASMR is... Uh, women talking softly like this, like they're a nurturing mother, which is a sound I didn't hear that much because my mom talks like this, you know. It's always just like this. And Kim Kardashian talks like this. Oh my God, we got this for North. It's so beautiful. So what they do, these compilations on YouTube, Kim Kardashian, ASMR, also Chloe, Kylie, they all talk with ASMR voice, very soothing voices. They are... They have millions of views on these videos. It's just compilations of their stories on Instagram, thanking different companies for sending them things. And I swear to God, Kim Kardashian gets probably a million dollars worth of gifts from people every day, every day. And she goes, you guys, thank you so much. And she's such a grateful sweetheart. I really like Kim Kardashian from watching these because, you know, when she's thanking someone, she's like, oh my God. God, this new lip kit. Thank you so much. It's beautiful. And she she really does. You can tell why she gets all these things because she plugs it so well on her Instagram. And I got to take a page out of her book because I get sent a lot of stuff and I feel bad putting it on my story because I, I think my listeners and my fans will be like, Ugh, we don't want to see you talk about this like butt wipe you got, which by the way, tail feathers. Thank you so much for sending us so many disposable butt wipes. We've used them so much. Shout out to tail feathers, best disposable butt wipe. Do not throw your butt wipes that you're buying at the store in the toilet. You have to put them in the trash, but if you want one, you can put in the toilet. Tail feathers is the one to do. I love them so much. Um, so I'm going to do that more. I'm going to be better about shouting out to people that send me free stuff. Cause I like free stuff and it's so sweet of, of you. And thank you so much. Why do I care? I, I literally, I don't care what I do want to talk about for our sports <laughs> moment. And if we can get to it before this week is the <laughs> dude that moment. stole, stole Rob, uh, Ron McElhinney. Who's the golfer? Uh, McInerney. Rory McElroy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's him. Did you see the guy that stole his club? What? Dude, it is the funniest thing it was all over the news we watched it last night again name drop i met up with spade and some friends at a bar and on the tv after the basketball game uh was the news and they go did you see this guy so they're at the can fucking, we pull it up what's the what's the um what's the thing they're doing right now the u.s the golf tournament well, the open that feels like tennis to me well the yes the u.s opens coming they're up in Scotland. And like oh no it's a you know it's a celebrity thing oh american century Maybe they're doing whatever they're doing. They, yeah. There's all these caddies around that guy's Rory McElroy's 
clubs. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and there's a camera on it, all of a sudden this guy walks by and just grabs a club that has like a big stuffed animal bear as like the, the it's over the club. Here it yes. is. Watch this, dude. And this guy walks by just nonchalantly. Look at him. And he's going to grab that little dog head that's covering a club. Yes. And then watch. He struggles with it. It doesn't come out. He comes back to it. He grabs another club, picks it up, walks off. And there are three guys around and they go, who was that? He goes off to the side and starts practicing his swing to make it look like he deserves this club. And they, they all, he is just a guy that snuck in and tried to steal golf club nonchalantly. They all take care of it. And uh, it's just the funniest thing that this guy tried to make it look like he deserved to be there. And, and uh, he's just a stranger that snuck onto the golf course and stole a club. <laughs> and that is how I felt about a couple people that came up to me at the after party and acted like they deserved to be sitting next to me when they did not and made me very uncomfortable. So uh, that remember that guy that came up to me? Do you remember them? I, I think he, I was talking to him for probably a while. I left for a little bit, and that's when he probably snuck No, in. yeah, you weren't, you weren't, I, I don't think you were there for this one. Um, yeah, I, Because uh, usually it was I'm that guy. I was no. sitting at the, on the couch, <laughs> and there was a space open next to me on a couch that would have been made us very cozy if someone were to sit there. And he's a big guy, too, so he would have been right on me. There's a, the chair oh, right next to the couch. Oh, I talked to this guy for a while as well. In the purple shirt? Yes. Yeah. Big hands. And yeah. Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. I guess. Um, and he he goes, can I sit there next to me on the couch? And I go, no, you're fine here. I can hear you. And he goes, okay. Um, okay. And I go, um, and he's mumbling. I can't even hear him. He wants me to get closer to him. And I go, do you want a picture, sir? And he goes, oh, s s he looked disappointed that I called him sir because I'm trying to establish like you're not someone I want close to me. Like you're a sir. Like, you know what I mean? He goes, oh, sir. And I go, yeah, I just served you. That's what you deserve. Because his, his energy was not good. So we take a picture. I just kind of get close and go like, hi. And then he keeps mumbling. He's like to himself and kind of trying to get my numbers. And I was just like, I don't, I don't need, I don't want to do this. And he's like, well, I'm not trying to go. I don't, whatever it is, I just don't want it. Can we just like not? And he goes, I'm not trying to like, and I go, and he's still not getting it like go like stand up and leave you're making me uncomfortable and and this i'm not capturing how uncomfortable this made me but it was really i don't mind people coming up to me i actually left right after this because he wouldn't leave and i just go i want to go and everyone we get up to go and then there's a line of people that see me get up to go and they're all wanting to meet me i met all of those people because they were all lovely and gave me such good energy this guy bad energy even though he's a fan i think he was a little too drunk and nervous um and i'm i'm a i'm just it really made me really upset th that uh, occurrence for whatever reason. I felt very unsafe. I felt, uh, and I don't ever feel that way. I just didn't like him. He seemed to get mad when I served him in a way that was like not good. And then I went, then I left and all of these people came up to meet me afterwards and they were all so lovely. I hugged them all. Like I don't want anyone to think I don't like meeting fans. I actually fucking love it more than anything. But if you have a ambition to try to fuck me, D just d don't don't tr don't talk to me. That's not if I fe feel that boner energy from you at all. It's not going to be good. But if you're just a normal person that, yeah, you would fuck me if you could. That's fine, too. But don't try <laughs> to or have any ambition of that because it's never, ever going to happen. Uh, OK, let's get to top one. Bottom one. <laughs> Today's category is injuries. Injuries. Top one injury, top bottom in or uh, bottom injury. Andrew, can you get us started with your uh least favorite injury i would say my bottom one 
I just I had one, and now I'm thinking my bottom one should be my bottom asshole being injured all the time. Mm, yeah, and the fissures. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was thinking the other the one the one one. That I think that's your best one because the story that came with it, you know, like we yes, got to consider yes. injuries across the board should be bad, right? But sometimes you're like grateful for one because of what it led to. I would say. I so would your say bottom the, one is your fissure. No, I, I was, I just came up, thought of that. But I really think my bottom one is high school football. I never scored a touchdown and it's my mm-hmm. senior year. And uh, I, I ran a slant. I caught the ball and I got hit so hard. I scored the touchdown but it knocked the wind out of me so bad that I literally thought I was going to die. And I was, if you mm. ever get the wind knocked out, like, come here, wind. I need the wind. Yeah. Come here, wind. Come on. I need your wind, <laughs> you know? And, um, and I was just rolling around. I wasn't cool about it. I'm rolling around going, I need wind. And, uh, that was my only touchdown I ever scored. I couldn't celebrate. And you and couldn't ev- even celebrate it because yeah. you were looking for the wind. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's video. Did your team it. win? Did the touchdown? No, win we the lost. Game? We lost. We lost. Okay. But that's yeah. still cool though, that you got one. <laughs> but yeah, that, that it's, uh, that's bittersweet. Because you want to like do a little dance or something. Yeah, you want to have your team lift you up. You don't want to be like a wind seeker, like a Native American, like wind, like doing a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The woman that actually helped me. Native American wind seeker just sounds like a thing. What? The the the, our uh, athletic trainer, such a nice lady, Miss Hinton, who was like the only lesbian that I kind of knew growing up. She died. She got electric. She got struck by lightning and died, which is kind of crazy. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the wind, but. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I'm sure the wind has a part to play in in, in you know lightning. weather events like yeah, that. True. So that's ironic. Andrew, did, um, sh- I was wondering if the crowd reacted when you got hit. Did you hear like uh, oh or anything like the that? The same team I played against my sophomore year, and I got hit on kickoff, but and uh, I flew like 20 yards off the screen. That's how far I flew because I was so small. The jersey went past my knees when I was a sophomore. I was like 100 wow. pounds. Like, I was literally Lucas from that movie, Lucas, whatever. And I was running, mm-hmm. and while I was in the air, I could hear the crowd going, oh, like, feeling bad for me. And I still haven't even, uh, I didn't even land oof. yet. And so we were watching the film the next day, and I swear to God, my coach replayed me getting hit in front of the team literally 45 times, and everyone oh laughing at me. Like, it was it was a good moment. Anyways, so anyways, Noah Bottom. Apparently, the trailer for Fuckboy or F-Boy Island just dropped, and I'm getting a lot of texts from it. I can't wait to see it. Um, so go check that out today. Uh, and uh, and I can't post about it yet because I'm doing my podcast, which is much more important to me. <laughs> but check out the F-Boy Island trailer that came out today. Noah, what is your worst injury? My worst one uh, was um, I uh, I injured my small toe. Um, mm. In in a jujitsu class, toe? yeah, my, yeah. I think we refer to that as the pinky toe. Sorry, yeah. my my <laughs> pinky toe. Well, it's you know what? It's I so, injured my third smallest toe. It's so <laughs> small. It's not even a pinky toe. It's like almost like non-existent. Oh, but you have a very very small it one. Was, yeah, it's tiny. looks like a clit. Yeah, yeah I got a little <laughs> yes. guy too. Like a little tiny clit. And, yeah, but it was so inconvenient because <laughs> it was winter time. I couldn't wear sh- like to wear shoes was painful. Oof. I had to like. You know, um, what's the word? Like, like it's as if it like disabled my whole leg, and it was a little Ugh. stupid tiny toe that created two weeks of inconvenience, and I couldn't train. And I and my coach was like, "Where have you been the last two weeks?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, I had a a, a toe injury." 
And he's those like, are the worst because you can't put a cast on it. Yeah, and he's like, your toe, you. <laughs> yeah, toe yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, class. you're like, you might as well just like cut it off because it's only getting like it's. But it does. You need it for balance, and it, you're right. You learn how much your little toe matters. Yeah, when you do injure it, it's like that. It's a big part of your life because you're putting pressure on it all day. Yeah, um, and it does suck my, that. You, oh, sorry, that it's so small, and so you can't bring it up. Like that sucks when something does hurt, but you're too shy to and bring go, it up. Oh, oh, oh you're are you are you that tiger from that? Is parable? it just? Yeah, is it just skin cancer? Oh, it's melanin. Like it's like no. I'm sorry, I don't have liver yeah. cancer. Sorry, I don't. Yeah. have something big. You fucking well. Asshole. That's that's what how I feel about mental illness is. No one ever looks at it like uh oh. You got that? Your brain did that to you? It's always like, why are you not eating? Why do you think you're God? Oh, why you do don't you, eat? Why are oh. you addicted to alcohol? It's never like, oh my, it's never the same as, we really need to look at it like you caught something. And that's what a lot of people write to me about um, their daughters or, or sons who are struggling with an eating disorder and what they need to say to them. And my biggest advice is always, you and your son or daughter need to look at it like, you are possessed like the exorcist. Go watch the exorcist and think of anorexia as that, as, as the devil. And then you all need to fight against that, not blame the daughter or son for this decision because it's not up to them that they're not eating. You need to all combat this. Like it's a separate entity. And don't and that, downplay it either. That's the first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's no upplay it. Say it's yeah, like yeah, very upplay. severe. That's and what it's, I'm saying. Yeah. And it's like, it's like cancer. Like you wouldn't go, why do you have cancer? Like my dad probably would to my mom. He'd be like, "What? Will you eat Splenda?" Like he'd probably blame her. But um, that's uh, a thing I should work out in therapy with my what new therapist. About, what about your bottom one, Nikki? Thanks, Noah. My bottom one is uh, it's kind of a two. I was thinking a twofold thing. It happened the same time in my life. I was jumping over a fence drunkenly, very wasted. Oh. Um, in Columbia, Missouri, I was I was doing a guest set for Jim Florentine show in two thousand four. And my sister was with us. It was me, my sister, Greg Warren, Jim Florentine, and another girl at her apartment complex in Columbia after a show, wasted, sneaking into a, um, a pool, jumping over a large fence. My flip-flop went to the side, and I was like, I've got it. I went first. I went over. My flip-flop went to the side, slammed my heel on the pavement, did not feel it until the next morning, and I uh, broke my heel, which is the hardest bone to break in your body. It's like the thickest bone. Oh, your little Didn't heel. realize it until oh. weeks later. <laughs> uh, I got crutches, got a boot, got everything, but didn't go to the doctor because my parents said it was just bruised and that I was over-exaggerating. I was living with my parents at the time. I was working at CPK, California Pizza Kitchen. I was walking around with gel inserts in my to make it better. Finally went to the doctor, and they were like, yeah, you broke your heel. Uh, this is really impossible to do. How far did you fall? All these things, and it was like... A whole thing. Another, during the same time, I was also, oh, actually, this is a couple of years later, but let me just add this onto it. I was getting a, um, a Brazilian wax from a girl that I met, and I was, she was doing, she was like her, she had just started this business of like waxing. She'd just gotten her esthetician's license. Something happened during it. I got uh, my wax for the first time. My boyfriend was coming to visit from New York and visit me, so I won my pussy wax. My parents were out of town. We were going to have the house to ourselves. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, this is really gross. I'm so sorry. Every single hair follicle where I would used to have hair follicles turned into a 
a white head, like a pussing white head. So I had to go around and like pop each of them, hundreds, hundreds, thousands perhaps, all over my vagina. I mean, it was the grossest thing I've ever witnessed. Um, couldn't have sex. I had to put a cover over it to have sex. It was painful to have sex, but I still wanted to have sex because I was just trying to please him and, and needed sex to validate myself at the time. Got infected, got a staph infection, which my parents... Uh, told me was a bug bite because it was like there was one on the like near my belly button like kind of up on my happy trail one on my lower thigh that I could show my parents and one on my butt and I was like these it was after my the other stuff had healed and I was like these hurt so bad they were like looks like a bug bite just go in an Epsom salt bath it wasn't going away the the pain of these bites was shooting pain throughout my whole body like it was just a weird kind of like down my leg, you know, went to the doctor and she was like, oh my God, you have MRSA. I got a MRSA, which can kill you and you need to be like quarantined when you have it. Um, I went to San Francisco, took the meds, the, one of the bumps popped on the plane. It was the best feeling of my life because it like just instant relief. Um, but that was the worst injury because it was all done for vanity and sucked. Okay, best injury, Andrew. I do love that you still had sex with him. <laughs> like you played oh, yeah. through. I, like, you played it. through. I was a like, sex addict. Yeah. yeah. It's so amazing. It's like a football player playing with a broken leg. Uh, worst, uh, best injury, Andrew. Um, best injury, uh, I would have to say getting stabbed. It was. You know, yeah, with a bulletproof vest on. Yeah, I um, I was visiting my brother at Tulane. I'll just tell it quick, but I was visiting my brother at Tulane. His roommate was an ex Navy SEAL. He had on he had a bulletproof vest in his closet. I tried it on. He goes, "Look, it's knife proof," and he stabbed me, and it went through the vest and into my chest. And, and he goes, I think blood, I stabbed and if it was you. just millimeters away, you would have probably my lung would have collapsed, and I would have I would have died. I thought my heart was pumping blood because the Star Spangled Banner. He he, we went to the emergency room. He told me I had to tell the wait. Co- what did, what, what, Noah and I are very. What, you thought your what? You thought your heart was pumping blood because of the Star Spangled Banner? Because I got stabbed oh, on the left side. He got stabbed. He got stabbed yes. on the left side of his chest. And so when you, it's the Pledge of Allegiance, by the way. When you sing the Pledge of Allegiance, you put your hand you on your heart. You do with the Star Spangled Banner too. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So that so that makes sense. I yeah. love that we had to decipher what this meant. <laughs> Uh, but it's true. The, your heart is more in the center of your chest. So he thought where he got stabbed was where he put his hand for the Pledge of Allegiance slash Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> it wasn't, though. Yes. So he thought because on the left side, it it was his heart that was stabbed, but it wasn't. It was his lung and his, your heart is more in the center of your chest. Yes. And so- uh, turns out the Navy SEAL was not a Navy SEAL. He was the lead singer of a band that Andrew then saw the next night, oddly enough, on stage. Um, he had to lie to the cops about being stabbed because the Navy SEAL came in and like threatened him. So he said that a dog attacked him and he was trying to get the dog away and accidentally stabbed himself. Yes. And that's the cops kind of believed it, but didn't at all. And uh, that that's a story, right? And he was yeah. never a Navy SEAL. He lied. He was, he was never just a, a Navy liar. SEAL. Yep. And uh, yeah. And then, and then uh, you went to Tulane because that visit was so exciting. You decided, well, I you met know a girl what? I'm going to go next, here. I met a girl the next night and showed her I got stabbed and we went home together, but I wouldn't have sex with her because I thought she Did might have, have AIDS. Huh? Do you, do you have a scar? Yeah, I have a scar. Here. From that stab? It's right there. Let's see. It's right there. It's a puncture. It would have oh, been cooler cool. if I, I asked them to slash me because it would look cool. Yeah, cooler. you should get a tattoo of like a scar. Uh, Noah, your best injury. Okay, my best injury also involves my toe, but it involves my big toe. Oh my God, <laughs> it's a toe off. <laughs> Jeez. So I Big ends, toe I've, meaning your thumb toe? What is your big toe? toe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have a name for that one. That is weird that the pinky transfers, but the thumb does not. <laughs> 
Although Andrew, your t- your thumbs look like big toes, so maybe it's your your. We should just call thumbs big toes. Thumb toes. So thumb was, thumb thumping. I, I was a teenager and I had just. I get knocked down. Sorry. <laughs> and then Noah gets well, up again. Well, so yep. Actually, same era. I had gotten L.A. Gear era? sneakers. Remember those? And I was like, so yeah, the light ups. Cute. And but they were, I guess, like too tight, like I, a size too small. And my big toe ended up getting infected. And I remember being at my friend's house and I'm just like, oh, my God, my toe just feels so swollen. And I pushed on the nail and like all this pus came out. It like popped out. Oh, <gasps> like Nikki's. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anyone listening, but if you survived Nikki's story, you could live through this. Yeah, my pussy was pussy. <laughs> pussy puss. I'm sorry, my pussy was pussy. I had a pussy pussy. <laughs> so, so you had a pussy toad it, so you push on the toe. And why is this the best one? Is the best, do you like pus? Well, it's the best one because it created this like click sound that I can still hear Ooh. in my head. And then after, I just like was like, ew, gross. And like I, I wiped it off and then the toe healed. I didn't have to do it. I didn't oh. have to go to the doctor or anything. So that's why it was the best Okay, one. that is a good story. When you can heal yourself. <laughs> um, okay, my best injury is the one I have given myself over and over by uh, <laughs> scalpeling off my wart on my knee. And I love it so much. Right, I forgot my scalpel on this trip. So I might go order some more on Amazon to have them delivered to this hotel that I might not be staying at because I'm going to blackmail them. Um, But I I love my warts. Can I make a confession, Nikki? You posted a a photo on Instagram um, holding the Gibson. And I was like trying to look for it on your knee. But I couldn't see it. Oh, yeah. You can see it in that. You can see it on that picture. Hold on. Let me show you. I think you can because I maybe actually I, I, I picked one that you couldn't because I was like. Oh, yeah, you can. Okay, if you zoom in on my um, picture of holding the Gibson in the stairwell, it is on my right knee, and it's a little, it's really dark because I put on um, uh, tanning stuff, and the tanning stuff made the scar over it get darker, and so right now it's like brown, and you can see it, and I just slice it off every four days. And um, and I love it. It's my favorite injury. I love removing warts. I really, I'm serious. If any fans have warts, you can maybe get a backstage pass for me. And I I mostly (laughs) want to do women. Let me just say to women fans, if you have a callus or if you have a wart on the bottom of your foot that you would like me to treat, um, I and uh, you sign over the for me to attack it with a scalpel, a clean one. Um, that I will not give you MRSA with, or, you know, I try not to, uh, you can write to me on Instagram. We can work out a plan, but that is also not the best way to get to meet me. You can also buy meet and greets, but I, I definitely need to be doing this more often in my life. Let's get to final thought. Andrew, I'm going to ask you to tell this story. It's a sensitive one, but I think our listeners need to hear it because we were laughing so hard on yeah. Saturday night because at the after party, the casino had an after party for me called the Nikki Glazer after party. And it was at, um, after my show at this bar in the casino, a really nice bar. They had like this quarantine section for me with uh, ropes, velvet ropes. And I go, I don't need to sit there. It looks ridiculous. I'm an exhibit at a art museum because the place was not crowded enough to have a VIP section. <laughs> yeah. So I go, let me just sit over here. It looks like I should have a plaque like Nikki Glazer, speech human, like, you know, it's so funny uh, it when someone has a table at a at a place that isn't crowded. It's like you spend yeah. a grand. And I go, no, no, no. I'm just going to go over to this other section. Be amongst the people. And Andrew got... This is, this is a thing that happens sometimes at shows that really annoys me. And I get it. But sometimes there are fans of Andrew's that come to my shows and they want to make it very clear to me that they didn't come for me. And they came for Andrew. 
And it's happened to me as an opener as well. People have done this to me when I open for different comedians. They would ignore the headliner when we would walk in somewhere and go, you were amazing to me just to like rub it in the headliner's face that they didn't, I didn't come for you. You get enough attention. So this girl, I walked in this club and this girl comes, Andrew's next to me and she comes up to Andrew and is like, I have a table of girls that need to meet you. They love you so much and totally ignores me. Can't even be like, great show. Hey, we like Andrew. Just like, so <laughs> kuh, so kuh. Definitely not besties. These are puddle heads for sure. <laughs> and they came over. They could be both. I don't Nikki. care if you don't like me. I literally, literally, please come to the shows if you're a fan of Andrew and like come like just stay for him and then leave after me. I don't, I don't care. But just if you witness me, don't be rude. Unless I've done something to actually hurt your feelings, confront me about it. Don't just be rude and ignore me. So I, I have feelings too. And so this girl comes up to Andrew and this girl has definitely like a maybe spinal disorder. She's kind of like hunched over and like has a, has some kind of affliction, like a bone thing, maybe spina bifida or some version of that. Cute, cute adorable girl. And she comes up to Andrew. She goes, there's a bachelor party. They want to meet you. And they're in this like section. And so I... He goes off with this woman I had a thought and goes too. to meet this girl. I had a thought, too, that they sent her over because there's no way I would tell her no. You know what I mean? Like, a girl with spinal oh. bifia. Like, I thought... No, I think that she well, that, was just a girl a that... Wait, if you, have, if you live with a condition like that, you either stay inside because you're so scared of people talking about you or you just turn it off and you don't care anymore. Oh, because yeah, she was awesome. You, yeah, she was awesome and you could tell this girl just had a lot of confidence and, like, didn't didn't wasn't worried about what we might think based on her physical appearance and and I really actually like that about her but she was rude to not say anything to me and it had nothing to do with her condition she was just rude so she 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 shakes Andrew over to this group of girls one of them is wearing a bachelorette like sash across you know it's a group yeah. of rowdy girls and he goes over to meet them Are, were they puddleheads how did they know you from uh, girls got to eat or something I, they didn't I say know. they didn't, I, I didn't get into that no Okay, I'm sure they made some comment to you of like, you were the best or something like that, even though, you know, it's, I, I'm sure they did that. You sound so chill about it. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not chill about <laughs> it. I think it's really rude and I've seen it. Ha it has happened to me as an opener before, so I know it happens to you all the time. But so, I don't get off they on just that, to, by the way. No, no one, you know. we don't yeah. get off on it. No one no. likes that, but it's, it's just a way for them to be like, I like you, not her. So they, they, I they, go they, over that. there and it's a bachelorette party. Um... They, uh, they're not that rude. They're not that fucked up. You know, they're, they're pretty with it. And the girl goes, you know, this was a great show, you know, in despite of what you think of what, because they didn't say anything to you. They said, this was unbelievable. I'm so happy that I got entertainment. This is the first live show we saw. You guys were incredible, including you, Nikki, not Anya though. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, no, and they were very nice and, the one goes, well, I'm going to see Dave Matthews and uh, I'm going to see him three times. Wow, we have more in common than we think. Yeah, yeah. They're probably besties. So anyway, so then I go, I go to her and I go, oh, that's cool. She's like, well, I actually did see some live stuff. I go, oh, what did you see? And she was probably like, the music was blasting and she was like three yeah, feet away loud. from me. And she looks at me and she goes... I, you know, I, and she's just, I could just see her mouth moving. She's like, I could just see her make out the the R word, an R word. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I saw them dancing. I thought she said, and I go, yes. Oh, 
I go, okay, right. cool. I was like, I go, what? And she goes, and she says it again. And I go, yeah, all right. That's cool. She's like, and then no, you go, yeah. what? And I go, and what? It's like one of those circumstances where you literally had to ask her. It was getting to the point I, where it was like, I asked just her like four times. Because I can't understand. Four times. And I did. Yeah. And what she was, what I thought she was and saying then, was and then so she absurd. she clearly says to you, she clearly says to you what you clearly hear twice, at least twice, is. Yes. Retards dancing. Yeah, I we saw I saw one live show. I saw retards dancing, and I go. And I you g- said back to her because you you've now confirmed it twice that you heard retards dancing, and you say back retards dancing, and, and they goes, say what? She goes, no, I saw I, I forgot the second word, but she said no. It was, I saw race cars, race car. I don't know where what I got yes. wrong with dancing. Probably race right. cars. Um, go, uh, ra- race cars racing. Probably she said yes, something like that. Yes. So she was saying race cars. I forget cars, what it was specifically, but it did cars. sound like r- retard dancing, which by the way, no one use, I don't even use that word. I've, this is the only time I've used it because it's contextual to the story. Um, and you came back to tell me about it and reminded me of old Renegade because wh- how could it possibly be that? But you also, and then I, we told the story to Anya because then was she, because the thing, the irony is, is this girl had a spinal affliction that I'm guessing at some point in her life, if she's had it for a long time, mean people in school have used that word to, for yes, her. Race and she's car, been probably sure. bullied with yes. that race car. She's been bullied with that word before, which is uh, just so sad to think. But the, the irony is that you, this woman was there that's probably been bullied with that word, even though it had nothing to do. She's not mentally handicapped whatsoever. Yes. But people are stupid, and when they, they see someone who's physically handicapped, sometimes they just say that word. So you use the word that this woman has probably been tortured with her whole life accidentally while you're trying to hear what she's saying to you. Well, and she, you she wasn't saying it. Her friend was saying it, but oh, still, okay. she was right next to her. Yeah, she was there, but they were all I'm, cool, and they you, laughed about it. They laughed. I think, yes, they laughed about it. And I, I wanted to, like, whisper. I wanted to walk over to her and go, are, are you saying... You know, because I didn't want to yes. start yelling it. What if the music stopped and now I'm just saying. The next time, I think you should just say, I just can't hear you. <laughs> like you should, just, instead of saying retards dancing, because that seems crazy that anyone would say that. However, I do want to say, I was telling Anya the story and we were laughing so hard that you thought they were saying they saw retards dancing, but it was really race cars racing. And I said to her, I go, actually, the girl wasn't wrong because she did see that because we all danced at the end of the show. And that is exactly what it looked like because our dance was so bad. I was like, the the ironic part is that she did see retards dancing. And it was us trying to remember this dance at the end of the show that no one wanted. That Anya and I were both wearing way too short of skirts to be doing. Um, And it was uh, so I'm sorry I use that word a lot. If anyone's offended by that word, I don't use it in my normal life. It was only for the sake of the story. Um, shout out to those girls. If you're besties, I love you and I'm sorry. Maybe you were just nervous. That's why you didn't say hi to me. Thank you for listening to the show today. We have so many more stories from this weekend to tell you. This week is going to be amazing. I'm uh, Check out the F-Boy Island trailer that just dropped. I'm sure you're going to see it on my Instagram. Keep sending us voice memos and messages. Thank you. Th- meeting you guys for the first time this week, some of you, was the tr- was everything that I wanted it to be. You are so amazing. You're my favorite fans I've ever had in my life. I want to do this show forever. I really appreciate you. Get others involved that you think deserve to be in our in our group and a bestie. And um and with that, don't be care and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control. 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shit's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. <laughs> 